0: Hey guys, it's your girl Maya K, and we are back with a fresh episode of The Maya K Show. I'm excited about today's episode because I think this is something that a lot of writers struggle with, but I don't want you to feel bad about it because it's actually a good thing. Most of the time, as a writer, you want to be a career writer. So having multiple ideas is not bad at all. And if you are looking to go the traditional route to sign with agents and publishers, then definitely having a lot of ideas isn't bad because they want to know that you're not a one-hit wonder. The challenge, though, is you can have a such thing called multiple idea syndrome. And I want to help you overcome that today. So let's get into it. All right, so like I said, having multiple ideas is not necessarily a bad thing. The challenge though is I find that a lot of writers, they end up with a lot of ideas, but they don't end up with a lot of projects because they get they get these ideas and they don't know how to go from idea to execution. And I think there's some great tips that I wrote down to really help you with that. So Before we really jump in, I do want to share that Youth Anthem Conference tickets are now on sale. Uh, For those who don't know, Youth Anthem is a big part of my heart. Anything that I do for the youth is always going to really just be a big part of my life. I I love, love reaching the youth. And God gave me a great vision for a conference that's taking place in Philadelphia, September 24th and 25th, and tickets are now on sale. They are $50 for both days. The conference is for youth ages 16 to 22, but parents are invited. And so I just wanted to drop that quick announcement on you. (laughs) Um, And I will make sure to put the link in the details in the description. But listen, um... I feel like the syndrome of having multiple ideas, again, is typically when someone has all of these ideas, but they don't have execution, which is not what we want to do. And so I used to start and stop a lot because I would have so many ideas. And when I felt like all of these ideas were talking to me, I would end up literally like starting things and then be like, oh, wait, I got to get to this idea. And I would be just confused and overwhelmed. And that's not where we want to be as a writer. So the first tip i would give you is to keep an idea log or like an idea journal and make sure that you like list your ideas out but put them in categories i think this is where you can have a little bit of fun so I would recommend maybe three or four categories like commercial ideas you know maybe ideas that are just like fun and like a hobby if you just wanted to like refresh your writing and you just have to you know want to write an idea real quick and flesh it out but it's not really like a full idea maybe other people won't ever see this and so i would create a category where it's just writing for you you know you can call one commercial category one writing for you you know one maybe journal ideas maybe one could be flash fiction Ideas, whatever your categories would look like, I encourage you to start to like journal your ideas and keep an idea log, but keep them categorized because the reality is not all of your words will ever see the light of day. And so you don't want to stress yourself out trying to take one of your hobby fun ideas and trying to turn them into something commercial. commercial i just basically mean ideas that you know um that that are ideas you want to write i'm not saying pander to trends or follow trends but it is an idea that you want to write but you realize it has that commercial viability you realize that this is an idea that could actually probably get you some goings okay and so i encourage you to do that um because again not all your words are going to be for everyone and so you want to keep like a couple of categories and make sure that you outline them and make sure that you're confident in the categories you create. Um, The other thing that I find is that if you have these ideas, I always write like a one page synopsis. Because the idea is great, but if I can get it out and see it in a few paragraphs, then I can kind of tell whether or not this is something I even want to pursue. I remember one time when I was living in South Korea, of course, everybody was like, you got to write a story about a girl in South Korea and how she meets a love interest. And I didn't really want to do the love interest part, but I did want to try to write a story about a girl being in South Korea. And I wrote about 50 pages to this novel. It's still on my computer. And I was so, like, turned off. I was like, this is not the deal. I don't want to finish this idea. I don't want to write it out. And so I did it. But here's the thing. The character's name was Micha. And I made her, you know, a biracial character. She was Black and Korean. And I said, I'm going to use her for a different story. And you know what I ended up doing? I ended up turning her character. um, I kind of took a little bits and pieces of her family and I turned it into a TV pilot. So I literally have a completed finished television pilot called Safe um, where I use that character. But because I wrote the synopsis, even though I had to change it to conform to the new idea, it still gave me an opportunity to see it from different angles so not only do you need to keep an idea log and journal and make sure you categorize like these different ideas but also maybe take a few i'm not saying take a bunch of them because if you're like me you probably got like 20 or 40 ideas swimming around in your head somewhere and so i'm not saying write one page synopsis for every single idea, but maybe pick one from each category. You know what I mean? Um, have a little fun with it, but keep an idea log in journal because you never know when you'll have to go back to it. Okay, so the second thing is I want you to journal about why you have so many ideas and then analyze your idea to project ratio. So what I mean by that is a lot of times, people who get stuck in idea mode are very similar to people who get stuck in research mode. Yes. So there are people out there who know they've been called to start a business, know they've been called to write a book, know they've been called to do something and they are, they're scared to do it. There's a lot of fear. So if you get stuck in idea mode, You're probably a lot like those people who get stuck in research mode, which means that you're scared to go to the next step. It could be fear of seeing your words out there. It could be fear of failure, fear of success. Uh, It could be a number of things. So my thing is you need to journal and get to the root of why. Why do I seem to have so many ideas? Why do I get stuck in idea mode? The reason why, um, and it's very important for you to stay tuned for the next video because I talk about creating a writing discipline. But the reason why I find that so many writers have all of these ideas but no finished projects is because they don't have the discipline to write. So we have to be mindful as writers because we're very whimsical, right? We have imaginations that are super big. We have ideas all the time and we can be all over the place and we have to kind of Realize ourselves in. Okay, and so because of that, it's important for you to figure out what's going on. We have to take sometimes our creativity down a notch, don't shut it down, but bring it down a notch and bring it into reality and say, okay, that's great that you have these ideas, but why can't you seem to write them? What are you, or execute them rather, what are you afraid of? And so I encourage you to journal that, And then maybe you'll discover like, why I keep coming up with these ideas, but I'm not executing them. Um, Have I been, you know, maybe reading too many things in this genre? We're gonna go to the next point with that in a second because I'm gonna talk about how reading too much can actually cause you to be a little bit stuck in your own routine. And then when you analyze like how many ideas you have to the ratio of completed projects, I think this is where you'll realize like something needs to change, right? Because if you got 30 ideas and you only got one finished project, that says a lot. Now, if you got say 20 ideas and five finished projects, that might not be so bad because at least it shows that you can execute and complete. And by finished project, we're not talking about a perfect project. We're just talking about a completed project. So many writers get caught in trying to perfect something that is not even ready to be perfected. You just need to get it down and make progress and then when you're complete the pro- when you complete the project, you can be concerned about perfecting it. You can't perfect something that's not yet completed, okay? So consider that as well. And the next thing I wanted to jump in there and say, this is the third idea, third point, is you need to channel your research energy into your writing energy. And the reason why I say that is because while it is good that writers should read a lot, right? We've been hearing that for a long time, um, and it is so true. I truly believe that we should be reading. One, it doesn't mean that we always have to read the genre that we're writing in. So you don't have to go and read every new ya book that comes out every new middle grade book that comes out every new picture book that comes out you don't have to do that reading all the time and reading every day could be reading, um, you know, online newspaper from start to finish. You know, I know it's different because it's not like printed, but it could just be, you know, reading nonfiction, you know, reading essays, you know, journal reviews, reading different things. If you have a friend in school, ask them can you read their dissertation? Like break up the monotony of feeling like you have to be absorbed in your genre. And yes, there is advice out there that tells us don't just read in your genre, But again sometimes when writers hear that read 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 i feel like they think they have to always be reading a book and you have to know like when is your season to be like super absorbed into reading and like reading and researching and know when it's your season to kind of back away from that and if you've never heard of you can actually uh i hear writers say this all the time or readers even. People who review books, like for a living, they're book reviewers, they say like, look, I'm in a reading slump, I got to take a break. And so it is possible to be inundated with a whole bunch of words and information. And you got to be mindful of that. So I encourage you to channel that whole, oh, I'm researching, or I'm reading and I'm doing all of this. Channel that into your writing. What I have learned is sometimes when you're doing a lot of researching and reading, you become inundated with other people's ideas and other people's thoughts. And so when you become inundated with their ideas and their thoughts, then what happens? guessed it you start to compare you start to wonder well I'm trying to write an idea and now I'm thinking about this person's you know young adult romance and I'm thinking about this person's dystopian book and it's like you, you get so clouded, and it's not intentional it's a subconscious thing and so that's why it's so important for you to kind of channel your research and reading energy into your writing while yes readers I'm sorry writers should be reading I feel like if you are reading more than you're writing, then something's off there. You are a writer, so you need to be writing, okay? And so there's different things you can read. It doesn't have to always be a book, and it doesn't always have to be in your genre. Break up the monotony. Try to find creative ways. Read the Bible, for God's sake. You knew I was going to throw that in here. Okay, (laughs) now a bonus point for this is take the publication pressure off. have found that most of the time people who suffer from multiple idea syndrome it's because they have a lot of pressure on themselves to get to the publishing like level and sometimes they're like okay if i write these ideas i know that i can get an agent i know that i can get a publisher one of my favorite books uh writing resources or just even resources for publishing and writing is bird by bird by Anne lamott and i love that book so much because she talked about uh, excuse me, how as writers we have to be careful trying to get in the rat race of rushing to publication or just trying to be in publication. We don't necessarily write to be published. And I know that sounds crazy coming from a published author, but I guess my point is you need and her and summary was you need to be writing because you know that you were called to tell this story and nobody else can tell the story. When you're done writing it, then you let God decide how the words should be published or get out to the world. Um, but just stay focused on the writing. So take the publication pressure off. I remember that was a big thing for me when I really sat down and started writing in 2010, there was a lot of pressure I would put on myself. And I was always thinking about the query letter before I even finished the second or third chapter. I was so busy thinking about how do I get to that next level? How do I get to the next place when I didn't even have a finished book? And it took me several years to finish my first book, all because I was so busy consumed with getting a six. book book deal. Both of my mentors had been able to get six-figure book deals uh, with Simon and Schuster and I was blessed that they, you know, took me under their wings. So I'm like, that gotta be my journey and my path. And while that's not to say that I won't ever see that, but it can't be, that can't be why we're doing it. First of all, if you are trying to write to make millions and to be famous, you might as well go to another career. It's not to say that it can't happen, but we don't write for fame. Um, <laughs> it's just not. Even as a screenwriter, you know what I mean? There's going to be very few um, Issa Rae's and Shonda Rhimes and Mara Branca kills. It doesn't mean that they there's not others that don't exist, but they just may not be household names. So I just want to clarify that. But a lot of times we get inspired by stories, you know, Stephen Kings and Nicholas Sparks. And, you know, we get inspired by our favorite writers and we say, oh, wow, like they're making a living. They're making seven figures. And listen, I actually have that on my vision board. That i am going to be a million dollar writer one day but i also understand that it may not be all through my own books it could be through some of the things that i do do in hollywood it can be through some of the things i do through coaching others as a literary coach it could be all of that but i just want to really encourage you guys to like take a step back and not think about publishing so much um, the publishing industry is changing all the time. And specifically since the pandemic, there are people still trying to recoup losses. So it's not that you can't aim high, but just be mindful to make sure that it's not based just on that. You know, make sure you have some books written before you, you know, get excited about, oh, I'm going to get a six-figure advance. You know, again, publishing houses are they've been kind of slacking on that because everybody took a loss during the pandemic. And this goes back to another episode i did where it's like you gotta kind of enjoy the business of writing but make sure you're not so consumed with the business of writing that you lose the passion for writing okay so just take that publication pressure off okay publication pressure should never dictate your writing career never okay so I hope that you guys enjoyed. Let's just recap really quick. So the first idea, the first tip was to keep an idea in a journal log and make sure you have categories for your ideas so you can put your ideas under those different categories. And I even suggest taking a few of them and writing a one page synopsis. The second tip was to journal about why you have so many ideas but you're not executing them. And then to check out your idea to project to finished project ratio. Take a look at that. Analyze it. Analyze the thoughts of why you get stuck in idea mode and then go and analyze, you know, your project idea to project ratio. And then you probably will find where the issue is. Number three, channel all that research and reading energy into your writing. Channel it into your writing. Don't be so consumed and inundated with other people's thoughts and their creative ideas that you can't get your own out. And lastly, take the publication pressure off take the pressure off. Writing should be fun. I don't care what level you get to, whether you get to the Stephen King level or the Shonda Rhimes level, whether you get to the Nicholas Sparks level or the JK Rowling level, it should still be something you enjoy and that you love. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm always excited to share writing ideas, tips, and you know, just some encouragement for writers. But if you have anything that you would like me to touch on, please hit me up, email me. I'm gonna put my email and my information in the description in the details and make sure you stay in touch Follow your girl at Writer Maya. Subscribe to the channel, The Maya K Show, and subscribe to the podcast, The Maya K Show, because you might be listening, but you ain't subscribed. All right, guys, I will catch you on the next episode. Stay encouraged and keep writing.